First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 650 of First Class Fatherhood, a family-made media podcast. Hard to believe we are halfway through the 600s on our climb to episode 700, and we are heading back to the gridiron today. Another NFL dad joining me on the podcast, Lawrence Guy, will be here with me today. Lawrence is currently a defensive end for the New England Patriots, who play in the Monday night football game tonight against the Chicago Bears. Lawrence Guy played his college football at Arizona State, just like our previous guest on the podcast, NFL legend Terrell Suggs. If you want to hear my interview with Terrell, flip it back one episode. Lawrence Guy was drafted by the Green Bay Packers in 2011. He also played for the Colts, the Chargers, and the Ravens before linking up with the New England Patriots back in 2017. He is a Super Bowl champion. He was a part of the New England Patriots Super Bowl 53 championship team. He was named to the New England All-Decades team of the 2010s. He's having himself quite a career. Honored to have him on the podcast today. Lawrence Guy will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Lawrence Guy was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. If you'd like to watch today's conversation between the NFL dad and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, you guys know I've had many NFL dads on the podcast here. No matter what your favorite team is, I've had a dad on the podcast here who has played for that team. And I've had so many of the greatest NFL players of all time join me on the podcast here, including Kurt Warner, Deion Sanders, Jim Kelly, Andre Reid. Edger and James, Rod Woodson, Megatron, Calvin Johnson Jr., and so many others. So go through the archives of the show here and check out all the NFL dads who have joined me on the podcast. And one of those NFL dads is Andrew East, who is married to Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson. You guys know that I joined up with Andrew and Sean to join the Family Made Media Network, and they have got a banger of a newsletter that comes out every Monday and Friday. you got to check it out. This past Friday, the newsletter, uh, Sean and Andrew answered your questions all about sportsmanship, team building, and confidence, whether that be in Little League or playing a game of Monopoly. They talked about losing, sticking to the rules. Also on Friday in the newsletter, they gave some tips and tricks on teaching your kids about money. God only knows that should be taught in every single school system in the country here. Kids need to learn financial literacy as young as possible. So make sure you get in on the newsletter, guys. It's every Monday and Friday. It comes out. All you got to do is go to news.familymade.com and put in your email address. It's that simple. You'll never miss out on anything from the Family Made Media Network. All right, and please follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. And if you could, please help me spread the word about this podcast, every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, and let them know about the show to see us celebrating fatherhood and family life. Father's Day is every day right here on the podcast, and here comes my interview straight up with Super Bowl champion defensive end of the New England Patriots, Lawrence Guy on First Class Fatherhood. <laughs> Joining me now, First Class Father, Lawrence Guy. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Oh, thank you for having me. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I got three of them, girl, boy, girl, um, five, three, and one. Very cool. Are you going to try to even the score? Well, one more, you all done? That's what my wife wants one more, so that's what we're going to have is one more. <laughs> you know, you don't get to <laughs> say sometimes. 
Yeah, listen, I got four myself, so uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, if, if you could, Lawrence, please, just for the people that are listening that don't know, just hit us with a little bit about your background and what you do. Um, my name is Lawrence Guy. I play for the New England Patriots. Um, I'm a father of three. Um, I have a foundation called the Lawrence Guy Family Foundation that helps uplift kids and women of abuse. Um, all around, uh, uh, I'm a great person. Loving father um, and a man of faith. I love that, Lawrence. And then take me back then, if you could, then about how old were you when you first became a dad and how did that experience kind of change your perspective on life? I was 27, turning 28. Um, I had a girl first. So let's say that when you have girls first, it changes your world. You know, everybody wants a boy and like, hey, if you have boys, it's awesome. You know, you could do all this, this rugged stuff with them. I had a girl in it, in it, in it, in it, in it melts you away. So I just got melted away. Um, and as the years kept going on, my I was got in tune with more emotions that um, that disappeared from what I do for a living. And I was able to express myself a little bit better. As some people say at work, um, some of my good friends are like, "Hey, I literally see you grow emotionally over the years." And I get that all to my daughter. Um, then when I have my son, um, I was like, okay, cool. I understand it. It's like, you don't, you, it's not about this rough and tough you're building. A man is all about, hey, I understand you. I hear you. I care for you. Let me show you. Um, then when I have my, 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 my other daughter, my last daughter right now, and that is one, it's just, the most just come back and you understand. And you're like, hey, I understand what it means to be a girl's dad. I understand how my son felt. I had two sisters and, and the protectiveness I see over him. Um, it, it is truly makes you grow more as, as a man, but it makes you grow more as a person to just sit there and evolve around your kids and, and in the world. Yeah, very well said, Lawrence. And I mentioned I have four kids. My youngest is my only girl. So we had to go uh, four tries till we got her. But I definitely understand <laughs> what you're talking about. She runs the show over here. Uh, and I, I know you're talking about your friends and stuff like that in the NFL. Uh, Lawrence, is there a certain more like a camaraderie between the guys that are dads that are parents on the team as opposed to like those single guys that are out there? You guys have like a a little bit more of a click in common with each other? No, it's just a different aspect, you know, when people are like, oh, what you do this weekend? I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I watched um, some Pepper Pit. (laughs) How's your offseason? I I went to Disneyland. Um, I did this. Um, That's just that's just the difference of it. You know, uh, when you don't have kids, it's, it's a little bit different. It's a different world different side of mind. It's like, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going out um, as, as late. I can't do as much as I want to do. They're like, Hey, you want to come to the beach real quick? I said, I can't, I got kids. So I got to figure out what to do is in. We have something planned, but it's like your days are planned out when you have kids. I'm like, Hey, on off days, you know what you're going to do. You drop the kids off at school. You pick them up at school. You take them to dance. You take them to karate. You take them to soccer. You know what you're doing. It's not a, a moment where you're not on your calendar with a little, uh, a little note saying, hey, in 30 minutes this happens, in 20 minutes this class ends. It's always planned out. That's, that's probably much the difference between when, when you're playing is when people are like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm binge watching shows. I'm on a way trip. They say, why are you binge watching shows? I said, because I can't watch this at home. <laughs> it's too <laughs> violent. <laughs> 
Yeah, I understand that. And I mean, right now, as we're recording this, we're about six games into the season here. What, what would you say are some of the challenges, Lawrence, uh, of being a dad while the football season is going on? Is the NFL pretty good about making sure do your kids get a chance to come to some of the games? I know you mentioned off before we started this that you brought your son to practice with you today or to the facility. Uh, what is it like? What are some of the challenges being an NFL player while being a dad? Well, as I said, training camps the, the probably the most sh- struggle as far. It's not. I mean, I feel it's more about how does it feel to be a mom, uh, be, being married to an NFL player because they have most of the most of the duties. I'm gone from uh, from the mid morning to to the afternoon, so all those duties are for them, um, especially uh, young ones. But for us, it's just hard. You don't get to see kids as much during during season training camp. You're in a hotel at nighttime. Um, if you're if you're doing joint practices away, um, you're away for a week or two, um, and then you come back. And, and most of the time, if you have real young ones, um, babies. Sometimes they go to sleep around six, so you really don't get to see them in the morning um, until your kids start school. So when my sc- kids are in school, so I get to I, they wake up with me. I'm like, hey, we're up, we're moving, we get them dressed. I see them see them back. I get home around five six, and like, how's your day? And they tell me. Then we start start dinner and go to bed. But um, sometimes you don't get that, you know. If you're on a away trip, you're gone on Friday, Saturday, or if you're on a West Coast trip, you're gone for a week, or you're constantly busy, you know, because they go from treatment to this. So the aspect of seeing your kids, it's it's not really there sometimes, but there are there are occasions where you're able to bring your kid to work, like to like today. Um, I said I had a meltdown at school, and I get a phone call from my wife saying, "Hey, he's having a meltdown on drop off." I hear him screaming in the background. I'm out the facility doing treatment, about to work out. I said, all right, bring him to work. Um, and, he, and he got there and I said, hey, but it's from the first and last time. You can't have meltdowns at school, but you get to come come in with me today. And it, when I'm saying people's faces just brighten up in the building when, when children come in, it, it's the most loving thing you can see that everybody is cheering for everybody. Like, hey, like, oh my God, how's it going? It's a big family there, and families are welcome. Um, so he got to spend the day with me. So at the facility, we got to go into the waiting room. We got to hang out. He got to see me do drills. We got to say hello. He tried to get in the hot tub. I'm like, it's not pool time. Um, it, it was exciting for him, but those are the memories that he's going to always remember that he was able to go to work with me. And that's the best thing about training camp sometimes. We have these open practices where the families are allowed to come in. And when they're allowed to come in, they can go on the field. Uh, I throw my kids on top of the field goal, the field goal post. Um, only stuff that people get to do in college, they got to do it in, 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 as a, uh, a, a toddler. Um, it's those memories that you want to build, and it's, it's, it's amazing that they get to see what you get to do because you're gone so much. Um, but like I said, it's it's a very warming feeling to be able to bring them in and bring those memories to see where I'm, where I'm at all day. But it's even more warming to see – your coaches, your teammates, your friends enjoy around that when they kids do come in of, hey, let me get a high five, let me get knuckles. Do you guys want to get it? You want something to eat? It's always exciting. What, what do you want to play on the radio? One of my teammates literally put the Kanto song on on his stereo in a, in a weight room as everybody's working out just because he saw my, uh, my little one. Um, those are the moments that you always want to cherish.
Yeah, it's so cool, Lawrence. And, and just like you say, how the players' faces light. I, I've been blessed to be able to – I brought this podcast to the last four Super Bowl uh, media days where I've been able to ask all the dads playing in the Super Bowl about fatherhood. And I was there at Super Bowl 53, had a chance to talk to Tom Brady uh, and get a chance to experience all that. And the faces of the players, you know, on media day, they're always getting hit with all these off-the-wall, oddball questions. And when you start asking them questions about their father, you know, their fatherhood journey and their kids, you just see the faces light up on the players, and it's just a whole different ball game. and what, re- what really matters and stuff. And what, what was that like for you to experience? I'm trying to do the math there. You, would you have one uh, when you won the Super Bowl with the with the Patriots? And what was that like sharing that experience with your family? Well, well, it was a, it was amazing. Uh, so the, the best part about the Super Bowl is um, it's stressful. Let's just say it's all stressful, getting everybody down and all that. But I think the best part is picture day. Picture day is a, it's an amazing feeling. You go get your family photos. You get photos with people that care for you in the building, um, friends, family. They're all getting into the thing in, in photos. But my biggest um, memory from the Super Bowl, I tell everybody this all the time, um, when we won it against L.A., we um, I brought my daughter. She was probably one in some change, brought her that was out on the field, before everybody got to touch it and got all their sticky hands and germs on the trophy. <laughs> it was this, um, Vince Warfare had the trophy. He just got it. And I'm the first person in line with the trophy. And me and my daughter were able to, were, were able to touch the trophy before everybody else does. We got a photo of me, me with the trophy was her. And like that memory alone, I'm just like, I look behind me, I'm like, nobody's kid is doing this. It's only my kid. This is amazing. But it's like that moment. You just won the Super Bowl. You have your, your, your family there, and you and your daughter get to cherish this moment that it might not ever happen again. Um, and there's photos, there, there's memories all around it. Um, I think that's the best part about the Super Bowl and to be able to be in it with my family is her experiencing that. I get to hold that oh, up awesome for the memory. rest of her life. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And then what would you consider to be here, uh, Lawrence? What would you say are the top values that you hope to instill in all of your kids growing up? Hard work. Now, that's one of them. Everything pays off as hard work, um, gratitude. And, um, and, the, and the biggest one is, uh, is, as I'm thinking about it, it's acceptance. Um, and, and as you think, you think about it, like what we meant by acceptance, um, you have to accept the, the decisions that you make. You have to accept the things that are you ha- happening to you, and you have to learn from them and, and move on. Um, so the biggest thing I always tell my kids is life is not going to be easy. There's always going to be a bump on a road, a crack in the staircase, and that should not stop you. You have to learn from it, and you have to continue to build. So accept the fact that what is happening is, is going on and change it if you don't like it. And if you, if you do like it, continue to do that by hard work and continue to bless everybody else around you. And re- really great stuff, Lawrence. And obviously you, you've punished some people on the field. You play a very physical uh, game, but what, what about as far as uh, discipline, you as a dad, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? Well, it's a lot, you know, I grew up in the nineties. <laughs> well, now, before I used to say that, they'd be like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about with this. Now, Gen Z, I can say this. I grew up in the 90s, so it's a whole different style. So, But I, I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, hey, I said, do you want to go go to your room? And they're like, what do you mean? And I said, no. I said, I will send you to your room, but shut in the door, 
and they just lose it. They're at that age where they just go, no, you're not shutting my door. I don't want to go to my room. But with my son, he's three, and I'd be like, hey, um, he's big into monster trucks. I'm like, I'm going to take your monster trucks away, man. I said, any monster truck you have, I'm taking away. We're going to donate them. And I said, if you got to behave, and he's like, I, I don't want to lose my monster truck. And he, and he starts behaving a little bit more with my, with my, with my oldest daughter. Um, everybody said the gentle parenting method. Everybody should try it. Um, I agree everybody should try that method. But as adults, we all, we all, and as parents, we all know we need to give that your, your children that look. And everybody knows that look. Um, and I make sure all my kids understand the look that they get uh, when they're in trouble. And they're like, the, the attitude about to change real fast or you about to go to your room real fast. One of the two things, so I, I give them a look and I take stuff away and I try to talk it out. And, and pretty much I try to have an understanding that you don't get something or you don't get rewarded for misbehavior. You only get rewarded for behaving. And if you think you're, that you're going to continue to get rewarded, you continue to get stuff, and you continue to be, have access to stuff or bad behavior, it's not going to happen. Um, and that's gone from waking up in the morning to going to sleep at night. It's, it's just a, as you said, it's a constant challenge. Kids like to challenge your patience. Um, yeah, there's no no go. doubt about that. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling the same over here. And and what about? I know you said training camp is the most difficult part, and then you got the whole season. It's a long season. We got extra game in the season now. Uh, postseason, if that comes out, that makes the season even longer. Is there something that you look forward to doing with the family when the season is finally complete? I know the kids. You still got school and stuff like that going on, but is there one particular thing you like to do with the family once the season finally gets gets to its conclusion? We go to Disney. So, like, whether you win, whether you win the Super Bowl or not, no, we're going to Disney. So <laughs> there, there's, we have so much Disney stuff in our house. Um, it's unreal. So, um, ever, ever since my daughter was born, we have made it, and we live in Florida, so that's the best part. So we made it to go to Disney every single year. Um, this year they've gone to Disney twice. Because we were in Vegas for a week, so they came down to um, Florida and went to Disney. But we make make sure that they get to experience the, that Disney theme. Um, I'm going to have the kid I went once, and I'm like, man, that'd be awesome to be able to go all the time. And we get the season passes, so we make sure that we hit Disney once a year. Um, after, hey, season's over, we understand we're going to hit Disney for you guys to, get, to do it. If you have girls, you understand. The Disney dresses are our life. So we, we got we go to Disney and get the Disney dresses. And like, hey, we gotta get the Disney dresses, get a couple of sizes up so they can have them for a little while. Um, but that's the biggest thing to just to build that that, that joyful memory. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, my daughter was obviously like everybody else, big into Frozen. I, I did an interview with one of the stars of Frozen on Broadway, and he invited my daughter and I to come to the play, and we got a chance to go on stage after the play and meet some of the characters. And my my daughter was wearing her Elsa dress, and it was like the biggest thing. It was such a cool uh, moment for her. But I know what it's like, uh, especially like I say I have three older boys, so. Uh, to get a chance to experience that is really cool. Well, you're, you're right here. What are you about? 12 years in the league now? How many years you've been playing? And you, how much do you have any kind? 12 years. You have any kind of um, uh, thoughts about retirement and any kind of plans on what you're what that's going to look like after your NFL career is over? Do you have anything kind of lined up for yourself? Well, everybody, everybody's like, right, when are you going to retire? I get that question a lot from all the young guys. You going to retire soon? You going to do this? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I look at I look at it like this. I, I'm enjoying the game still, and um, 
as long as I'm healthy to continue to play the game, that's what I'm going to try to continue to do is continue to play the game. Um, then and and post NFL, there's a lot of lots to do with my foundation and a lot of programs that we're going to start starting up. But it, it's I tell people all the time. Sometimes you have to take some time to enjoy your family before you get into your next adventure. Um, and as you're getting into your next uh, adventure, that, that process um, happens. Um, so I got no big plans. They're like, oh, I'm going to do this and do that. Now I'm like, hey, the day I retire, you have to take a couple of months to be like, hey, I know I've been gone for a little bit bit of time. I got all this stuff going on outside of on the side, but I want to spend some time with you guys and, and, and enjoy that moment. Um, like I said, it's different when you're when you're playing. When you, when you have kids, you, you're not not there much. You can't like I live in Boston, so right now if I if I if I tune to my phone and I, and I go on the weather, it's 59 degrees outside. So I just be getting home. I'm like I can't go outside and play catch up with my son at 59 degrees, um, and it's and it's about to be dark time. We have to start dinner. We have to start bath, etc. Um, especially when it starts snowing. I guess a little bit challenging. That's the time you actually could bring that family time in and do those little things that you can't do during season that you're doing in the off season. Yeah, awesome, Lawrence. And the last last thing I want to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what kind of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? I got two things. One, you're going to get pooped on. It's okay. It happens. You just got to wash it off with something. Nobody wants to hear that. You're going to get pooped on. It happens to everybody. And two, this embrace the ups and downs because the memories that you get from your, your child's first smile, your first wink, the first walk, like it's stressful. I lost my hair. It's not genetics. I blame the kids. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed every minute of it. It's nothing you want to take away from it. Um, and you just got to enjoy the ups and downs because the downs are going to be funny memories <laughs> 10, four years down the line. Um, and the ups are going to be amazing uh, memories. And I can tell you this from from my, my youngest right now, from her telling me when she first started walking until every day I, I walk in the house and she gives me a hug. All my kids run up and give me a hug. But the way she does it, it's just, it's just a special moment that you never want to take back. But that does not mean you're not going to wake up at three in the morning to a screaming baby. It just, it just makes it more joyful as you go and this embrace it. Just really embrace it, the, the love that the kids have. It, kids are very innocent and they, they're very genuine. And you can tell when a kid truly loved. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Lawrence Guy, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Uh, thank you for having me. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. First Class Fatherhood is a family-made media podcast. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com or www.familymade.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood Advice and Wisdom from High Profile Dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.